Hello and welcome to our Mental Health Rocks podcast. We are on a mission to show the world that nobody is and never can be broken. Our episodes are dedicated to helping children and adults reconnect with and really understand their own mental health so that they can thrive no matter what circumstances they face. Your mental health, my mental health, our mental health rocks. Let's discuss the the personal um, aspect to conversations and how we can take things personally when they're not and never are. I think, I like I think there's something in that today. I think there's okay. something in that today. Um, so before we started doing this this recording, before we started doing having this conversation, James and I were talking about how I might have my first um, TikTok troll. And um, we were talking a little bit about the comments. And then we were laughing because we were talking about how these been Zoom bombing meetings, people have been inter- you know, joining people's meetings and um, what, what that would be like if they did that to us. How that would probably not give them the response they were expecting because we wouldn't take it personally. I haven't taken the comments of one, two people on TikTok that I don't know personally. Yet it's so easy to do that, isn't it? I could have so easily went into, oh, that video must be rubbish, I must have to take it down. What? Ignore the other hundreds of people who've liked it or liked it or commented, you know, just, but that one person said something. So, oh, and have all that internal feelings and thinking about it. Or not. So I think it's interesting how we do that and we're discussing and exploring. I think it is really interesting how we do that. And you know, whenever anything like that comes up for me, you kind of hit the nail on the head a little bit with the feeling side of it. Because if it's anything where um somebody goes against maybe what I've posted, or like you say, somebody um somebody just throws something out there with the intention of creating drama or creating an argument or looking to kind of throw you off balance. There's always a feeling that comes with that for me. And that can totally, totally look like it's that that feeling is telling you that this person is making you feel um, a certain way, that this person is disagreeing with you and like you say therefore this post isn't correct that this post that you have written from yourself is not true and um they've probably thrown in a yeah but what about this or yeah but what about if that happens and what about this and that okay like a challenge sort of thing and we get this feeling and then this this dialogue don't we of oh yeah what about if it was that oh we can't answer that oh we don't know the answer oh, i don't know how to deal with this oh maybe i shouldn't have actually done this post maybe i should maybe i should send the post down um just before anybody else kind of sees it and what if this person shares it further afield and and what if they say oh look what james has written today <laughs> what what on earth is this this is rubbish how dare he write stuff like this and my goodness Jules we get so caught up in the personal like it's a personal attack on us and 
the feeling it tells me exactly what's going on. And there's nothing to stop that feeling from happening either. Okay, it's it's a built-in part of the system. There's so much to explore on this. I can see I'm getting well carried away. <laughs> but the feeling, the feeling that comes up, that feeling of discomfort is not telling me that that person is making me feel a certain way. That feeling is telling me that I just need to keep an eye on where my mind's wandering off to. Because as, as, as you've just heard now, you've heard a full-blown dialogue from James based on the post that's appeared. A whole story about about what that person has written and none of it's true because that's just a post right so the feeling again he's just trying to keep he's just keeping my focus on the moment so that then i've got everything i need to decide what to do next rather than to rehearse what to do next because that's it isn't it the personal mind will give you a dress rehearsal of this is what's happened this is what we think we should do this would be a really really good idea and and just, it's all bull <laughs> the feeling saying this is all bull this is not helpful in the moment's helpful let's give you some help with deciding what to do next in the moment but not in the future as well and that's the first thing that came up for me. There's totally more, but I'm not just going to carry on. Let's let's come back to you with with what you're getting from, from it. it. There's so much to discuss in it. There's so much to explore with this. We could probably do a series on it just by yeah. itself. Now it's it's interesting and it's useful to know that physically, because you said it's in a feeling and it always is in the feeling, that we get the same feelings when our belief systems are challenged. Right. When somebody's, you know, anyway, any belief that we have is challenged. We get the same feeling as we do when we're in danger. So we get the same the same physiological response. Right? The brain doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. So if a belief system challenged, we are challenged. We are challenged. We're in danger. We need to be saved by our brain. So we get those feelings. And that's OK. We also, as James has just said, this is you've said, we get the next, the story, but we don't just get the story, we get the consequence of that story and the consequence of that story and the consequence of that story. And it just creates, it's like a little, um, if you've ever done something like a mind map and you've got that initial idea in the middle and then it just stories go off at all different places. That's how we work. And all of those options are flooding us with sensory information. And it can be a little bit confusing and it can be quite easy to get drawn into that and just go, whoa, this is too much. Oh, it's definitely me. I've definitely done something wrong and I shouldn't have done it. And let's just delete the post. Let's just delete the video. Yet it's really interesting and useful, I feel, to notice and remember that Whatever other comments somebody else has put, that's how they felt in that particular moment. And that they've probably forgotten all about it since and moved on to go and make a comment on somebody else's post and had a different experience. That, again, when we were exploring the difference between mindset and um, 
mindset and state of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that if they are in a different state of mind and read the post, there's going to be a different response. Mm-hmm. And that it's never personal. It's never. It feels personal because we're feeling it. But we're only feeling our version of it. Mm. Which is made of our personal thinking. So really, we are only feeling our personal thinking, our personal story in the moment. Yeah. As I often say, there might be correlation. So, you know, somebody may have made a comment on your post, but it's never causation. It's never that comment that's making you feel that way. It's never something that person does that makes you feel that way. It's all of your thinking about it, all of the stories, all of the the information you've got, including the state of mind that you're in at the time. Yeah. And there's, 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 there's always options with it as well, isn't it? It's like the, the feeling itself is, is like, that's not helpful. Well, if that's not helpful, then there must surely be other options. There must be other areas to explore rather than just this dress rehearsal that's that's appeared in front of me with the costume suggestion and everything to go with it. We should wear this and should appear like that. And what you say with belief systems is... It's one of the most helpful things um, I've ever heard. Because when I heard the same as you just said about a belief system, you get the same reaction from a belief, from someone challenging your belief system as you do to um, a wild animal, a bear, a tiger, um, a dinosaur, maybe, um, coming for you. You get the same response, which means under threat, danger, danger. Uh, it's not the, the robot from Lost in Space. Remember him when he's got danger, danger, Mr. Robinson. I don't even know if he had an American accent. Um, but we don't realise that. Like when I realise that, I'm like, oh my God, there's no threat here. There's just a challenge on a belief system. And I was like, well, what's a belief system? That's an idea too. That's a thought too. That's something at some point that I have innocently fallen into or has just been suggested to me that just looked like a great idea at one point and then it stuck with me. So in much the same way as that comment and that feeling can look like it's someone challenging my belief system and then seeing it for what it is, oh, that's just a belief system going, ooh, danger, danger, okay? Well, the same goes sometimes for the person that posted it. If it's a genuine comment and and not someone who's had the thought of, oh, this will be fun just to write this. Okay. But if it's a genuine challenge on somebody else's belief system, then that's where that's coming from. And what's, do you know what's really helpful with that as well is that that isn't even them that's writing that message because their own belief system has taken over. Their own inner personal mind has kicked in and they haven't seen that. And so they have to, you know, it's, it's setting up the wall and it's setting up your defences and going, whoa, no, you're not coming in with that sunshine. And here's why. So rather than me setting up my own wall and going, hang on a second, if you're putting a wall up, I'm having a turret. Then <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I see what you've done here. So this has challenged your belief system. It hasn't been seen as that. So now you've got... You know, you, you're ringing in the cavalry at me. 
all right, okay, fine. Um, and from that point of view, if I wanted, I'm curious and I'm looking to explore and I'm wondering, hmm, okay, what's going on here? And maybe explore from that point of view as well. Um, I'm going to stop there because I'm about to jump. Go on. <laughs> I think it's really useful just to remember that the power and the pause just to remember that we don't need ever need or very rarely need to take immediate action very rare in life does the threat that we believe we're under is it actually life-threatening we're quite lucky with that's very rare that that actually is the truth case it's usually the opposite it's usually the perceived threat it's usually the potential for threat, potential for danger. And when we take that pause, when we just wait to take the hands off the keyboard, you know, and of close the laptop down, close the, go for a walk, give it a second, have the power of the pause to allow what else there is to see to become apparent. Because we can't see, if you're driving down the motorway and it's really foggy and it's really misty. We don't have clear vision. Now, when we're coming from, when we're driving down our own motorway, when we're driving in our, in our minds, going 100 miles an hour, thinking that we've got to do and react a certain way, we don't. We can just pull over and wait for the mist to clear. So the invitation is to look at what and how and when this happens with you and how it works and how you can take that pause and see something just that little bit differently. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to find out more about what we are up to in the world, you can follow us on Instagram, give us a follow at Our Mental Health Rocks or you can catch us on our Facebook page which is Our Mental Health Rocks.